Third year with the Packers, third round draft choice out of Auburn University back in 2017. In the mix with these guys up front this year, he's made a big jump and his production has shown it. And it's a pleasure to have him on board with us tonight. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Montrevious Adams to the turn. How are you, Mont? I'm doing pretty good. All right. So how do you kind of explain that one yesterday? We're all kinds of explanations. Sluggish, uh, not urgent. It was just... What's going on? Um, I, I just think you know we didn't we didn't play our best. Nice and tight. Keep it close. Yeah, keep that Period. one close. We're in a big room. <laughs> got you, got you. All right, thanks. But uh, honestly, I just think we didn't put our best foot forward. I mean, uh, I still think we prepared well at practice. I still think we did all the right things. You know, um, you know, we just got to play better, got to uh, tackle better, and. Got to execute on offense, got to execute on defense. Just one of those days. Yeah. One of the, it happens. It happens to uh, everybody at least once or twice. I guess the question now isn't so much, all right, how do you get, how do you get, how do you respond? That's now, how do we, how do you guys go forward? That's well, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, it's just like we lost to the Eagles, put that behind us, and we started back over and Reels started four in a row. And this will be the same thing. And after that, you know, we'll, it'll be better because we're getting ready for the bye week. And, you know, we'll be at the hill and get ready for the second half. Still seven out of nine ain't bad. Seven out of nine ain't bad. Third best in the <laughs> NFC. You're all right. True, true. <laughs> true, true. Indeed. All right. When you, when you have a loss like this, you mentioned the Eagles game, right? This was a loss that was a little bit different where – Everyone comes out after the game and says, there's nothing worked. You know, nothing seemed to work for us. The focus wasn't there. We were a little bit sluggish. Couldn't get anything going. Do you look at losses differently when they happen, or are they all kind of the same for you? It's a loss. We look at it. We learn from it. We move on. I, I think all of them are pretty much the same because at the end of the day, like, you got to put the past behind you and just move forward. I mean, if you're still thinking about the past, then you, you can never really move on to the future. How how do you as a player compartmentalize that sort of thing with wins and losses? How do you yourself put a loss behind you? I mean, honestly, I try to do it the same way as in, like, if I had a good game or a bad game. You know, so, you know, you know if you have that bad game, you know you got to train that much better this week and get ready and try to get that win just, just the same way to me. And yeah, you got to go about it the same way. I mean, you've got to just, all right, let's just be honest about what we're watching the film today. Did you do that, right? Did you guys go in right. at all today? Looked over that, all right? And you just, it's the process. That can't change. I mean, the results from Sunday to Sunday might, but if the process stays the same and you believe in the process, the process will win out. Right, right. All right. So Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, Phillip Rivers, geez, Keenan Allen. Like, well, Hunter Henry, that's a pretty good team. Yeah, uh, it is. It is. Uh, uh, were you surprised at how effective they were on that opening drive? That one seemed to wake everybody up. I mean, they held it for eight minutes. You guys were out there an awfully long time. And, again, like you have so many times, shut them down once they got close. Well, I mean, uh, maybe people just aren't giving them enough credit. I mean, they are a real good team. Like you said, like, they have a lot of weapons on offense and defense. And, uh at the end of the day, like, they were the better team yesterday, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, like, we're going to bounce back and, you know, put our next foot forward and we'll see Panthers. What did you think of all the fans there? Honestly, that was great. Like, that was great. Like, you know, just going to a away stadium and still feeling like you're at home, 
I, that's amazing. That roar when you came out of the locker room before kickoff was ridiculous. It Ryan. was great. It like that, that. That's amazing, and I just appreciate our fans so much for that. They spent some pretty good money out there. Right. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. to get out there. Was there was there a talk in the locker room? Maybe we refund ticket prices for some of these fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry right. about the performance, guys. <laughs> no, we didn't talk. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> so. Philip Rivers, after the game, he was asked about what was the Packers defense showing you guys. And he, his comments were, they seem to be showing us the same thing over and over and over and over. He said, like, for 25 snaps, it was just kind of the same thing from that Packers defense. And he said, as long as they were going to show it, we were going to keep doing what we were doing. Was that what the defense was doing yesterday? Were you guys trying to figure out how to change some things up and confuse them a little bit more? Well, I mean, we, we already knew at the beginning of the week that uh, Phillip is a guy who is real big on his film study, you know, who's going to make those checks. So uh, for us, it was to try to, you know, stay in certain situations, make it look like different things, you know, try to confuse him a little bit, yes, to agree with you. You did get some pressure. I mean, Z got, what, a half, right? Preston yeah. with another one. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, so there were some things getting accomplished. So w what do you think they hurt you with the most? Honestly, I think it was the the quick passes. Okay. Uh, it was a, a bunch of bunch of quick passes. Um, and they, they just made some good plays. I mean, they like they, they, they did good, you know, and they, they hit us a little bit in the run game. And, uh, and Melvin Gordon did good, broke a lot of tackles. Jumping over guys, you know, they you got to take your head off to them. You guys have thrived this season on red zone defense, been very good. Thrive on takeaways. Didn't get any yesterday. That's got to be a big component, though, right, to really make this work. I think you guys are fine. Not I'm saying you're fine with yards, but points is the big thing. You know, and up until the second half, they, you know, it was a four-field goal game at 12 yeah. nothing there for a while. Uh, you were trying to hang in there as best you can, and I know you hang your hat on that. Yeah, I mean, um, we actually talked about it today, um, and it's it's a good thing, you know, we're holding the nine. But at the end of the day, if if the offense is struggling, we have to be there to hold them. You got to, yeah, make it nine, nothing. Right. You got to get the ball back. You got to get yes, stops. Sir. Yeah, indeed. You mentioned the quick passes. You believe that hurt you, and there was a lot of that yesterday with Philip Rivers. He's he's excellent at getting the ball out fast. As a team that thrives as a defense on getting that pass rush and creating havoc, especially with the Smith guys on the on your edges, how frustrating is that as a defense when you can't generate that pass rush like you want because the ball's out in two seconds? It's out so fast. You know, honestly, that that's the most frustrating thing. And for the linemen, it just means like you have to be conditioned because at the end of the day, that's going to be a top game. Like you have to run to the football. You know, and and that's that was the game that we had to do, and uh, you know we just but we didn't get no takeaways. Like we didn't run to the ball, get a big hit, get a fumble out. You know, that's that's all we were lacking. We we're lacking the turnovers. Yeah, well you're out there for 36 minutes. Uh, they ran how many plays? 70. They ran quite a few. 71, I think. Was it 71? Where are they out here? Yeah, 68 play. No wait, how many plays? Where are we? Are we? Did the weather play into it yesterday for you guys, with it being so much warmer in the 70s than what you've maybe been used to at home? I mean, I can't really speak, you know, for everybody. Um, I can only speak for myself on that. I kind of feel, you know, honestly. But uh, I feel like we all did um, well on running to the ball, you know, to answer that question, kind of. Yeah, you should be. You 
played in heat your whole life, right? Right. Georgia, and Auburn. you should be fine. Yeah, yeah. No I problem. Mean, yeah, so I was, I was kind of cool. 68 places. Just kind of happy to have a little heat. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's for you sure. You don't get a lot around here this yeah. time of year. Nah, that's for you sure. won't see much more of it. Right. That's for sure. Um, Mott, big jump for you this year. Um, uh, and you knew you had to make a big jump this year. What was your mindset this offseason? Because a part-time role... The story Mike Pettin told about, geez, when I got here, I looked at this guy and I wasn't so sure. But that really hit home with you. And you turned that into a positive and, and got yourself into this rotation. What happened? Well, I mean, honestly, I just, um, I know where I wanted to be and I know what I wanted to do. And uh, I just took it as a challenge. I mean, my, my college D-line coach, he always said, uh, even, when this, even when stuff sounds destructive, you can always use it as, as constructive criticism. So for me, that, that's just how I seen it. You know, took it as a challenge. And the main thing for me, I just wanted to be more agile. And uh, I just wanted to lose a few pounds, you know, and just, just be able to run, you know, and just be able to do it all, honestly. What was your, what was the off season workout for you then? What, what did you do to get yourself more agile, drop, shed a few LBs? I mean, most of my stuff, most of everything was pretty much agility. Like, I was running, like, pretty much every day. Like, that's all it was, was running. I mean, the last thing I did was, like, before we had to come back and do our testing, I think it was, like, uh, we had, like, 10 200s. Oof. So, you know. A lot of track stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sprinter speed. Running <laughs> into guards. I got a little Two bit. yards got a little in front bit. of you, a yard in front of you. Was, you mentioned – taking that criticism and doing something constructive with it. As a player through your younger days into high school, into college, how difficult was it for you to take that criticism and turn it into a motivating force? Was it always easier for you to do that or was it tough for you for a while? I mean, honestly, the thing was just like, it was a different way for me to play. I felt like I was a different player and here I had to be a, di a different player. You know what I'm saying? So really, like, I'm glad that I had Jerry. And uh, Jerry really helped me a lot, you know, build my game and for me to be able to play, you know. So uh, I took most of mine off, off to Jerry. But, um, I mean, it just comes down to your work ethic and, and, and what you really want to do. And you figured it out. You want to be a guy that's on the field playing professional football. Jerry Montgomery, the Packers D-line coach, is the one that is really inspired. He is a really – Good coach. Yes, He's got sir. Kenny Clark playing at a pretty good level. He's got a couple of other guys that are in the mix as well. Lancaster, Dino. I mean, a lot of high-effort guys in that room, isn't it? Yes, it, it is, man. And uh, our room is just so special, man. I, I just love it. You know, um, you got a guy like Tyler, you know, man. That's one of my, my closest friends on a team, you know. Said he got a he got a half sack, right? Yeah, and, and it's his birthday. Was it? Yeah, shout out to Tyler. All right. Well done, Ty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, half sack. I think that's his first. Yeah, right? that's his first. Yep, Fumble first. last week was huge in Kansas City. Yes, sir. What'd you get him for his birthday? A big hug. Uh, <laughs> a big hug. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably, we'll probably uh, go back home and play some Call of Duty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. got the new one? Got a new one. How is it? It's nice. It's is nice. It? It's nice. All right. <laughs> you guys in gaming. Last week do, it was Jamal with Madden. Yeah, do you play against Jamal Williams? Do you play any video games against him? He claims he's the uh, best that's ever lived. He just destroys Aaron Jones in Madden every time. I don't know if I've played Jamal. 
I don't know if I. All right, we'll hook it up. We'll hook it up. That could yeah. be a his swagger right keeps you away from uh, the console. He don't want to see me. It's, yeah, it's gamer's choice. You take him on and call in COD, and then he'll play Madden, and we'll and we'll see. All right, we might have to do that in a couple of weeks. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, more with Montrevious Adams as the Packers turn their attention out of Carolina back at Lambeau. Don't go away. Fifth quarter returns right after this timeout. All right, welcome back, everybody. Packers trying to pick it up after a rough day in Los Angeles. Montrevious Adams, our guest. Before we get back to Mont, we got to look for a hot play winner. The hot and cold play of the day brought to you by our friends at Robinson's Heating and Cooling. You pick the hot play of the game, you'll take home a prize tonight. Also get qualified for a grand prize drawing at the end of the season, a pair of indoor clubs to that Bears rematch in the home finale in mid-December. All right, let's line them up, Z. Who's first up there? Go ahead, step right up to the microphone. Lonnie is up first. Lonnie, what's your guess? Was it Mason's field goal? Mason's field goal, 54-yarder, big boots. Not it. Ooh, not it. Close. Mason's been good this year. Touchdown pass to Williams. I think so. The hot play of the day, the only touchdown of the day. Let's give it a listen. At the Los Angeles 10, three receivers right, Devontae to the left. Soft coverage. Here's the snap. A rod scrambles to his left on the run. Pumps, takes, throws, end zone. Touchdown, Jamal Williams. Left corner of the end zone. There you go, Wayne Larrabee on the Packer Radio Network with a call. Jamal's 10 yard catch. That's his fifth of the year, most by a Packer running back since Amon Green way back in the day. Uh, he is founding the end zone through the air, but after the game, said, We just have to regroup. Just go back to what we've been doing. Um, just keep learning, knowing that we know what type of football that we need to play to win. So, And today wasn't it. So we know what we need to do, go back next week. Most important thing is we staying together as a team. And we took this L as a team, and we know that next week we're going to come back and go ahead and get a dub as a team. Get a dub as a team from Regress last week, the hot play winner. Who's our hot play winner? That was Phil. Hey, Phil, way to go. We'll look for a cold play a little bit later on. Montrevious Adams, our guest today. And, and really, I mean, win as a team, lose as a team. There wasn't any finger pointing, a lot of trying to explain how that happened. But uh, the thing that has impressed me most about this team this year, Montrevious, is that locker room. And I don't know if it's just the enthusiasm and the energy that Zadarius and Preston have brought in there or, you know... I'm not sure what it was, but it just seemed stale at the end of last year. Granted, it was only six-win season. You already have seven this year. That has to have something to do with it. But there is a vibe in there. Uh, have you you obviously noticed it. Well, yeah. I mean, like, it's just like as soon as everybody got back, everybody just bought into the scheme. I mean, everybody just connected. When we started working out, like, everybody was going hard. We competed against each other. Um, the coaches, everybody, we bought into the, the new coaches that we brought in. Like, it was just that family feeling and something just, you know, something we we just wanted to be together. And, like, even, like, tonight, like, when I, after I leave here, like, we, the defense, we're meeting at another player's house. Like, all right. that's all we do. You hang together. That's what we do. Um, did How did LaFleur try to instill that enthusiasm? He's an enthusiastic young guy. He's fresh out of the thing, first job as a head coach. But how did he kind of bring that across to you to say, you know, here's how I'm going to lead with this type of enthusiasm and with this, you know, uh, level of preparedness and work ethic and all that sort of thing. And how did that filter down to you guys? I mean, really, he just wanted us to be together. And, I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, I feel like we are. like. There you go. Oh. <laughs> but I feel like we are, and I feel go. like I feel like we're at a great spot. Okay, 
right. I agree. Uh, it's just uh, completely noticeable uh, how that team is together in that locker room. I want to go back to your college days at Auburn. Played at Auburn as a guy who played for Auburn and was part of the Auburn-Alabama rivalry for years. Tell us what that's like. <laughs> um, it's a... It's a game where, you know, you just want to – it's just a game that you know you want to win. Like, it's like that one game of the year that, like, you know, like, if we win this, we got bragging rights over everything. You know, um, it's just it's, – it's a great game. I mean, it's a great rivalry, man. Did you ever get over on them? Did you ever get over on Bama? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I won my first year, which was my freshman year. Um, and, and Obama won last hey, year, right? Yeah, I think they won last year, and then we won like the year All before right. that. What's What's your favorite memory from the Auburn Alabama rivalry? Well, I mean, it, it'd have to be the kick six. I mean, my uh, my freshman year, my freshman year, the kick six. Yeah, it, yeah that walk, was, walk people through that. If that, that oh, that's familiar. one of the great plays in college yeah. football history. Like, I mean, like uh, we they kicked the field goal, then they called it back, and then they kicked another one. We run it back. Like, this is how crazy it was. So, I'm running on the field after the game. Fans had already, like, came onto the field. I'm running, but I'm only looking at him. And you didn't take I somebody ran, out. I, a fan, we ran face-to-face. Like, I had on my helmet and everything. <laughs> and me and the fan, we, we hit each other face-to-face. The fan hugged me and kept on running. So, <laughs> like, it, it was just crazy. Like, it, it was a great moment. It was a great moment. You were just looking for the guy who scored, right? Yeah, I was yeah. just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just running down there to him. But nah, it was crazy. That was a wild return. Weaving yeah. around, then they hit the sideline, cutting it back. It was just crazy, crazy play. Really the last play of the game. Yeah, yeah. Just nuts. Do you have a, a least favorite moment <laughs> from that rivalry? Something that sticks out for you? I just would say whenever we lost. Yeah, just yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah. You just, you just can't lose that one. So you grew up in Georgia, right? Yes, sir. So why Auburn? I mean, honestly, just like here, how that field that we have this year, that's the field that I always felt at Auburn. Really? You know, and, and that's just for the people who really know me, like they know like I'm a big family person, and that that's all I care about first. And, like, th- that's what I felt at Auburn, and that's what I wanted to be a part of. Still sporting the colors I see on the T-shirt tonight. Oh, yeah, that's my family always. That's your family. <laughs> Indeed. You get drafted in 2017, third round. What do you remember about draft day? Where were you? Who were you with? Well, actually, I was in the hospital. Uh, I had just had my son. Montrevious. I remember that. We, I think we talked to you from the hospital. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we did the conference call. He's yeah. still in the hospital with his baby. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was uh, me, my agent, my fiance, uh, my mom. Had a co- I think her mom was there, you know, uh, a couple close family members. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, what, what was the time difference between the birth and the phone call of, from uh, the pro- Packers? I think it was like two hours. Like wow. What a day. What a day. I'll ask a daddy it. and a packer. I'll ask, I'll a ask. daddy and a packer all yeah. in a matter of I'll ask it. Which one meant more to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to answer that. Oh, okay. <laughs> what awesome. a day. Yeah, wow. It was, it was great, though. And and the crazy thing is uh, now I have a, a, a second son, and his name is Montreal Adams III. And uh, last year when we played the Bears on September the 9th, 
I had him that night, the eighth, right, right before the game, made it back. Yeah, it was crazy. So I, I must got good timing. Yeah, no, <laughs> pretty yeah, much. Good timing yeah. or really bad timing. I mean, you almost missed the draft. You almost missed a game, but you got two boys. Yeah, that worked out. All good. That's great. So you've got a, a Montavious the second, a Montavious the third. Just don't feel like flipping through a baby book, or <laughs> I just try to make it easy for everybody. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, Travis Adams, our guest tonight, the big proud pop. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll look ahead to what's in front of the Packers. One more before the big bye week at last. I know you guys are dying for that. It's been a long haul here the first part of the season, and we'll also look for a cold play of the day. Don't go away. More of the fifth quarter live from the turn. Powered by Top Golf Swing Suite right after this. This is the fifth quarter, live from the turn, powered by Top Golf Swing Suites. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back, everybody. Packers fall, your Patriots fall for the first time last night. Humble pie, baby. More humble pie pie. for the Pats and the Pack today. We've had a hot play winner. Let's see if we can't find a cold play winner from yesterday's ball game in Los Angeles. Nothing cold about the day. It was nice there, that's for sure. But let's try. Who's up? Greg is up first. Grab that mic, Greg. What's your guess? Cold play, probably beat a block punt. Oh, right out of the gate. You hit it. You're right, Greg. It was three at a time for the Chargers into the third quarter when the cold play hit after going down 12-zip. Special teams became an issue. There was an illegal double team block on the kickoff that backed him up to the 11. And then after just one first down, J.K. Scott got one swatted by one. Tranquil won't go down as a block officially because the ball actually fluttered over the line of scrimmage for all of eight yards. J.K. wasn't sure what the heck happened. (laughs) Honestly, um... I could see, I could see him right before, you know, I kicked the ball, you know, but um, when I, when I'm back there, I'm watching the ball, and so I don't, I don't really know where he came from and, and whatnot. Uh, we'll have to look at it on film and see. And- I think they'll see a pretty good play uh, by the uh, Chargers special teams. They uh, dominated a gap. Trunk will slip through. Got a piece of it, and that's our cold play of the day. It led to the first touchdown by Melvin Gordon. They only had to go 27 yards for that drive, and that really kind of put the thing out of reach at 19 nothing. Chili. There you go. Our cold play of the day. Congrats to Greg. Congrats, Greg. All right, Montrevious Adams on board for a couple of more minutes. Uh, up next, uh, the Cam Less Carolina Panthers. You know, Cam Newton was in town Friday. He was right over here getting his foot looked at by Dr. Anderson, who works with Pat McKenzie over there at the uh, Town Orthopedics Clinic. And they're saying now ligament damage and something else where it might shelve them for the season. Uh, that'd be too bad because Cam's a terrific player. Well, I mean, he, he's at the best doctor. I mean, and uh, you obviously know Cam. Yeah, and I obviously know the doctor. <laughs> I got my footwork on that, the same guy. Oh, did you? Yeah. All right. Yeah, very good. They say he's one of the best. Yeah, but Kyle Allen taking over at quarterback, but more impressively is the way Christian McCaffrey is playing. Uh, Mont, you've seen this guy a little bit. Um, what makes him unique? I mean, he's, about, I think, the total yardage leader, touchdown leader in the NFL, three yesterday in the 30-20 to 20 win over Tennessee. Uh, honestly, I think it's uh, his vision. Really? Um, his sense for the game. You know, uh, I think he have great instincts of the game. Um, the way he hit his holes, uh, the way he's able to break tackles, and uh, just his, his speed. You know, once he's, he's into a, the he's second a, he's level, a guy. yeah, he is. So this game has got to be huge for you guys up front. And again, I talked to Kenny about this a lot this season. Just 
it's the Patriot mantra. It's everybody's. Do your job. Just take care of your responsibility on any single play to allow everyone else to do their job, and hopefully that will be able to contain a guy like McCaffrey, right? right. Tie up the blocks. Let Blake pile up another 15 tackles. <laughs> this guy's amazing. He's the yeah. least of the league in tackles. But that's how it's got to work, right? The run gap discipline has got to be really on point come Sunday. Yes, yes. I mean, um, I mean, uh, their quarterback, Kylan, is playing well. But, I mean, uh, right now I think their their main thing is it's McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. You know, and uh, he's, he's a great player, and uh, that, that will be the main so thing. So how do you think Pet's going to come up with you guys on Wednesday when you get back together and meet and say, all right, here's what we got to do? What do you think is going to be the points of emphasis? It'll be, number one will be, we always have three every week. Really? So uh, number one will be stop the run. Uh, number two will probably be uh, get after the quarterback. And then number three will just be BS. Just fast and physical. Fast and physical. All right. Every week. Before we let you go, I got to ask you this. Let's go back to your high school days. Not only did you play football, baseball, basketball, track and field, but you also lettered twice in tennis. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) When you walk into a room, I don't see tennis player when I see Montrevious Adams. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that vibe. <laughs> you, you are a big man. Yeah, you are. So, it, what brought you to tennis in high school? How did that start for you? Yeah, I want to know the truth. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. uh, no lie to us. You can't Davis. handle the truth. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, the a truth. little bit, a little of it was just like I just loved to be active as a kid, uh, as a teen. I just always wanted to be active. Um, and it's just something I wanted to try out and have fun at. But the number two thing will probably be uh, that's what my fiance was. Oh, <laughs> mixed doubles. Uh, Montrevious <laughs> is a racket chaser. I see. <laughs> that a man. Nice. But you let her twice in tennis, right? Yeah. So yeah. you must have had some skills. Oh yeah. You know, I had a little bit. My first year, I started out on doubles. You know, to get it, get the hang of things, and uh, my second year I did singles. I was, I was, I was all right. I can do a little bit. <laughs> what was your serve like? Big power serve, I would imagine. Pretty much try to hit the right, the right outside corner. All right. I try. Well, I guess that'll be both corners. I try to hit the outside corners. All right. What was your first football memory? First football memory. I don't know. I just only thing I remember is like as a kid, it was just, it was just fun. You know, it was just something like you wake up to and just it's the joy of your day. You know, it's just like it's like waking up to somebody that you really love every day. Hmm. That's how it is. How how young were you when you first started playing football? I was seven. Seven? Seven. Seven. Should kids seven be banging heads? There's a lot of talk about that now. When do you think kids should really start playing tackle football? I mean, you got a couple of Montreviuses that yeah, are going to be wanting to play. I'm sure. Probably itching to play. I mean, honestly, I think is you know, if the parents are confident enough for their kids, I mean, like, if you look at a lot of stuff that happens and a lot of injuries, besides, like, you know, the head-to-head ones, most injuries be coming from, like, you know, the... Really, the waist the down. Plays. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, legs, knees, mostly ankles. Mostly, like, knees. And, and those plays be plays that, like, don't even be, like, contact plays. Like, a few years ago, the guy jumped up and tore his ACL, you know, you like... Remember that? Yeah, celebrate the sack and he blew out his ACL. Stuff like that. Uh, so, for me, I just think it's a thing, like, uh, it's not something you should think about. 
you know, because I feel like in life you should go off positive energy and positive vibes. And if you you think positive, this is the way I am. If you think positive, that's the way you. But are. the life skills of the game. I mean, one of right. eleven, working together, overcoming adversity. All of those things are still so important. I think right. to the development of any young man or young woman for that matter in another team sport i mean it's all of those kind of values that just really can't replace if you weren't a professional football player what would you be doing career-wise i'll probably be a boxer a boxer yeah all right did you see that mma fight did, the other night is that because your fiance also boxes yeah, yeah no yeah really <laughs> <laughs> no nah, that was that's that's a big passion for me yeah really? yeah all right are you good good with the hands I don't know. <laughs> I'm not asking to find out. Yeah, I just... right. yeah, really. Let's lace them up. Interesting. All right, boxing. Good yeah, deal. okay. All right, Mont. Um, bounce back week for you guys. Confident I'm, this thing's going to get fixed. That was just a, it was just a bad day in yeah. L.A., right? Nothing yes. more than that. All right. That's it. All right. Get on another little run here. Uh, Panthers, then a badly needed buy. I'm sure that's going to be welcome. You guys have been grinding for 10 weeks now. I guess yeah. it's the latest buy I think possible, right? After the 10th week, yeah. I think you're last on the list. And then off to the unbeaten Niners, and then you got to finish up against the division. A lot in front of you guys, but, boy, it's right there. 7-2, number three yes, in the sir. NFC right now. Let's see. You uh, got a, just a taste of the playoffs, right? Your rookie year? No, actually, I haven't no, been. No, that's right. You have not. Yeah. yeah, this is your third year. So, yeah, all right. When so, I came in, we haven't been. Uh, <laughs> so we, it's coincidental. So Don't worry. It's coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to get all in right. There. Yeah. Well, you're right there, right there. Finish the deal. All right. Stay healthy. And I really appreciate you coming over tonight. It was a lot of fun. I know it was a long trip, but uh, thanks for spending an hour with us oh, and these man, folks here tonight at the turn. It's fine. It's a bunch of pretty faces in here. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Montrevious Adams.